I'm gonna do it. Okay. Hey, how's it going? Hello, welcome back. It's been like two weeks. Yes. So <laughs> the thing about that is, uh, <laughs> here's out. I, yeah, you you tell the story on you. I mean, it's not really a story. I went to Florida. Amani is working a full time job and celebrated her thirtieth birthday. I wasn't gonna tell anybody. Yeah, but now birthday. that you guys know. <laughs> I'm 32, so it's all right. Um, and listen, I am a mom of two, and my husband works a lot, and Amani works a full time job. So we're gonna try to be as consistent as possible. But as the time it app, what is the word? As <laughs> as of right now, <laughs> at time being, it we're gonna be a little bit all over the place while we still try to figure out like a schedule and our schedules are not always gonna be consistent, but we're gonna do our best. We're gonna do our best to try to keep Wednesdays happening. Yes. Um, like Anya said, you know, if you guys are moms out there or parents, you understand how that goes. And with me, you know, I don't know. I'm free most of the time, but <laughs> if I'm not free, like at the right time sometimes it sucks you know what I mean like I don't want to I don't know I think that we're uh just trying to figure it out when we start getting paid for this then we will make sure it's on time okay because we'll have nothing else to do exactly (laughs) I can pay for a sitter to watch my kids so I can record (laughs) I can pay for a studio for us okay a dream (laughs) a dream manifestation right yes manifest it for us (laughs) well since we were gone for two weeks, uh, what has happened? What is your new final girl moment for the weeks? Okay, you know what? I was, I was, so guys, I was telling Amani earlier that I felt like a lot of pressure to have a final girl moment of the week because I didn't have one because all I've been doing has been pretty much taking care of my kids from sunrise to sunset because my husband is working a lot. But you know what I realized? It wasn't this week. But when I was in Florida, I definitely had like a, a cool moment that I would consider a final girl moment. There are alligators, there are gators in Florida, as we all know. And while we were walking around in this nat- nature preserve, uh, I stumbled upon a gator. And it was just such a cool moment to see something like that out in the wild, living its life and it just it's so it's so prehistoric looking and for me it just felt really amazing to observe it in its natural habitat versus where you see like these animals normally in a zoo and i got pretty close to it which i probably shouldn't have i was gonna but say that's creepy <laughs> it's stupid of me but it was just i mean i was there was a uh what's it called like a walkway so you couldn't like actually get into the water next to it but it was just get pretty close but for me that was just like an invigorating moment um yeah it's so really that, cool that was that was like my thing but then I was also like this thing could drag me into the water and smash me to bits in two seconds so I'm gonna walk away <laughs> listen I mean the fact that you were that close I would have screamed and ran away so that's pretty cool <laughs> it was it was really awesome it was really an amazing kind of like brings you back down to earth and makes you remember that humans aren't the only thing that live on this planet and a gator doesn't give a fuck (laughs) clearly absolutely none zero fucks weird they really do look like little dinosaurs they do they're like small dinosaurs i mean they've been around for millions of years just 
evolving you know the creepiest part is they were probably like the bottom of the food chain oh yeah they were you know like there were huge ones back then yep now now all of like the big things are small and that like whales are like half the size they used to be isn't it weird that a chicken is closer related to a dinosaur than a alligator is <laughs> it is weird but it makes sense i mean you know they they dig up uh fossils now and they're realizing that they have feathers on them like our whole idea of what a dinosaur looks like is just based off of you know theory and ideas of what the planet may be like then in in real life like they probably were covered in feathers and looked ridiculous (laughs) they probably were really cute (laughs) i don't don't like how cute but they were probably really cool to look at i mean we probably wouldn't have been looking at them for that long before we died (laughs) i would anyway (laughs) never want to go back then anyways (laughs) off track (laughs) what was your final not final girl your uh, last girl standing moment probably turning 30 (laughs) yeah that was a big one um i this is gonna sound really morbid but i don't think i ever pictured myself being 30 no i understand yeah um i think when i was younger i just saw myself in my 20 actually i saw myself every year i got older i just was like oh i guess i made it to this age I never had a, a clear-cut vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just interesting. This is definitely, I had a little bit of an emotional time. Um, you know, as a lot of you guys know, or if, I don't know if we ever discussed this, probably not. If you follow me on Instagram, you know, my dad passed away three years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's just weird to have such a milestone without him here. So I was a little emotional. Um, not only that, but, you know, as a woman, in this age i thought i would have a very different life i think yeah when i was younger you're you change as a person and i'm very happy that i don't have the life that i wanted when i was 20 because i wanted to have like three kids by now and (laughs) be a housewife i anya could you picture me doing that no (laughs) (laughs) i can't picture me either you change a lot as a human so i am thankful for where i am definitely have a lot more things i want to accomplish but i can proudly say my last girl standing moment was just being proud of myself for where i am right now oh that's a really great thing that's a really good thing to be happy with yourself most people are not so it's a good it took a long time yeah (laughs) but you know after reflecting and like thinking about my family and my friends and my choices i could have been in a situation where i was really unhappy and because of choices i made i you know am not so here we are yay (laughs) i think that's a great like a great thing turning 30 is a very scary thing i think women idolize their 20s so much and then 30 hits and we're like wow we're old what do we do now like what what was what are what fun things are we supposed to be doing when we're 30 all the exciting things happen when you're 20 and we like picture ourselves and this sounds really maybe just my perspective as like being attractive stops happening when you hit 30 for some reason so inact like obviously i'm not like invalidating your feelings no 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 it's so ridiculous like that's such a ridiculous notion to feel but all of the celebrities that are literally every woman that we 
look up to and think are beautiful so many of them are in their 30s yeah 30s 40s jayla was like 50 something and she's hot as hell you know exactly. it's just it's i mean they're celebrities but it's it's a sad thing to think about that but then you watch tv and you watch movies and you watch tv show like just i said tv tv shows and almost everyone like they're in their mid to late 20s or they're in high school and like that's it they don't talk about people what in happens their, after exactly or in their 30s or 40s and if they are their moms or they're like the hard-working woman who decided to never have children and she's a spinster and then she finds love there's not there's nothing else you know there's not a lot of stories of growth exactly but it's really interesting for a few reasons for me personally because as a black woman our 30s are our 20s that's what they say um mainly because a lot of people of women of color have to face a lot of things in their younger life that they have to kind of build themselves out of Mm -hmm. I am not gonna lie I didn't grow up with that many things I had to overcome when it comes financially socially I grew up in a middle-class neighborhood so for me my 20s were weird but in a different way I think I just hadn't found myself I guess because Mm -hmm. A lot of my friends didn't look like me and I grew up in an, an area where I didn't feel represented anyway. So I was really insecure. So my 30s, I'm going into them feeling I know who I am. I'm feeling way more confident. And yeah, but I grew up watching Sex in the City and like, you know, <laughs> where I was, I can't wait to be up like 30, you know, 30, flirty and thriving. <laughs> yeah, I grew up watching Sex in the City thinking, oh, my God, I want to be 30 in New York City. And yes. I probably will be in my 30s. Like I Yay! plan on moving. So who knows? I want to be 30 moving in. <laughs> Come with me. I will. I'll go there on the weekends. <laughs> so tell Take- me about your horror of the week. Oh God. So I my horror of the week is probably just being consistently in my home versus I mean, I obviously I live in my home, but I have been home more now in the past two weeks than I have in a while because usually, you know, I'm out and about doing grocery shopping or with the kids. And since it's been so hot, we've been kind of staying inside the house and Amani will probably fill you guys in on this, but my house is definitely, there's something definitely going on in my house. I have (laughs) vibes and she has vibes. My husband does not really believe me, but then he has scary stories himself about our house. But I have noticed so many things since being home because I think I'm home more that I have not in a long time. And it consistently freaks me out. (laughs) Just, and I'll hear doors shutting. I will, our garage door open for no reason. I will hear something fall in the other room. And I know that those are like little things, but it's consistent. It's always consistent. And there's also just an energy in that house. And I'm not being dramatic. It's not bad. It's just very clearly there. Yeah, there's definitely something. Sometimes it feels like something's just in the room with you. Sometimes it feels like, I don't it's a vibe. And there are, we will talk about more of this in depth. Like I'll go on a whole scary story thing about like my house, but there's just, sometimes there's just feelings and I've picked up on those feelings. And I think that those feelings also, or the vibes also feed off of negative energy. And there's a little bit of just a lot of, ne- not negative energy, but there's been a lot of, stressed energy mainly coming from me in this house so I think that it feeds off of it and then more things start happening because of that do you know what I'm saying yes so I mean maybe it's me maybe maybe I have a poltergeist 
I don't think so. I think, like you said, yeah, you know, sometimes energies can feed off of like stressed or anxious, you know, things. Yeah. And I mean, definitely in in my home, it's not anywhere. It's like definitely a family member that's here, <laughs> but you definitely can feel energy here as well. So every place has an energy. It just yours is a little interesting. I wish I could pinpoint what it is because it's not a family member, at least on my side, because I don't really have anyone that's close to me that's passed. But I don't think it's Kevin as far as I know. No, I think it's a stranger. That's the feeling I get. Yeah. But the thing is, is that Kevin's previous home was haunted and now I feel like it's almost come here do you know what I mean I don't know I've never been in that house like I've never felt it but I definitely know it's not something that you know yeah it's I feel like it could Uh, anyways that's so that's that's (laughs) like I said we'll go way way deep into this um but yeah I've just it's been it's been an interesting time in my home lately uh just picking up on things like noticing things out of the corner of my eye and yeah that's that's as far as like i'll go so what was your horror of the week so i'm sure all of you've heard there's a new pandemic in the mist mixed however you say that mist 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 mixed i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna sound really dumb um but monkeypox is here I have very illness-based anxiety. I'm sure everyone does after the last few years that we've all been dealing with this. Absolutely. But mine is really severe because I did have two family members pass away from COVID. I just have always been a germaphobe. Anya will tell you. I <laughs> she, she is the first one to hand sanitize. I will say that. <laughs> I've always been a little bit of, you know, a clean freak. So having all of these illnesses out in the world and it's just giving me a lot of anxiety and I cannot stop looking at it so I I told my friends the other day like talking about monkeypox and they were like calm down and then I went on TikTok for like three hours and looked at videos of people with monkeypox and their bumps and stuff and obviously it's (laughs) I can't say gross because god forbid it happens to someone you know it's not gross there's like a stigma around it right now about it being you know a sexually transmitted disease which is oh no i just i mean literally just the visual of like these pustules to me oh yeah yeah. gross yeah no i knew that you meant what you meant (laughs) but i meant like there's a stigma going around that you know there it's an std in the you know gay queer community which is clearly untrue um but it's just it's gonna i have a feeling it's coming (laughs) i sound crazy but it's coming the box <laughs> it is coming and i'm just not ready i thought things were being normal now and they're not so that was my horror of the week it's definitely scary the idea of potentially i can the only the one thing i can say about monkey pogs versus covid is that the chance of dying is much less likely it is but it just i don't want like bumps on my face no i agree i don't i don't and want also, them on you my can go blind it can it could cause issues in your urethra because the i don't want to talk about it sorry guys but <laughs> if you look up some of the things that happen from monkeypox it's not like a joke it's definitely it's not a good time yes and it's painful so it's just another thing to have to worry about which sucks so yes that has been consuming me lately i completely understand your fear i get it i do it's it's something that i think i'm just so oh good sorry friends um 
Uh, I'm boring her with my monkey talks. <laughs> monkey talks. <laughs> monkey pox talk. talk. I'm monkey pox. Let's <laughs> stop saying it because every time we say it, my like body is like reacting like monkey pox, and then I jump. So <laughs> we're not talking about monkey pox anymore. You keep saying it. I do. Anyway, next okay. subject. Okay. So guys, this is actually our first scary story, creepy story, creepy pasta episode. I'm so excited. <laughs> I am so hyped. You guys have no idea. Uh, I have had this story ready for two weeks. <laughs> At first, I was planning on doing uh, Dear David. I did tell Anya about, and it's so funny because I was so excited to do this story. I did like a lot of research on it, and Anya sends me a TikTok of something to do with Dear David, and I was like, <laughs> "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> I, I love, was- I love the idea of Dear David, though. Like, I remember reading about it and freaking out because it scared the shit out of me i think back then we all thought it was real well then he's never claimed that it isn't real it's not real i mean they did claim it they're making a movie out of it (laughs) i know i guess that would be a good one to have like a double feature we could do the creepypasta and then we could do the actual movie and review both yes i got i remember every week like him posting a new thing about it and literally shitting my pants (laughs) And I was a BuzzFeed girl back then. So yeah. I was already following him when he started posting about it and was there from the beginning. Oh, so scary. I sound so basic. I was a BuzzFeed girl, but I Me very much BuzzFeed. was. Now it's just if lists. You, yes. <laughs> but if you wanted to know where I was in 2016, I was most likely taking a what kind of fruit are you quiz on BuzzFeed. <laughs> that was, I was a, what kind of cat meme are you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what I was doing. Anyway, okay, so we're not doing Dear David then. We're not doing Dear David. And this is the first time Anya's hearing what, what story I'm covering, which okay. I'm really excited. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to be doing the Lady of the Lake. Ooh. Legend of Lake Ronkonkoma. <gasps> Ooh. Have you ever heard of it? No, I mean, I've heard of the Legend of the Lake, but I've never actually like heard the story about it. You know what I mean? Well, I, I know something about a chief and like, that's it. Okay, love this. I'm so happy that you don't really know about it. So as you guys know, we are based on Long Island. I grew up on Long Island. Anya grew up in Brooklyn, but you know, we both live here now. And Anya actually lives pretty close to this lake. Yeah, it's a very close drive. <laughs> I actually grew up in the town right over from Lake Ronkonkoma. So I spent a lot of time there as a kid. So when we were growing up, we would go there on the beach. It actually was swimmable back then. Now it's not. It has some kind of like gross blooming algae that you can't swim in it anymore <laughs> wait people used to swim way back people used to swim in it but people yeah in the early 2000s it was a beach and you know if you didn't want to go all the way to you know smith point or whatever any other kind of beach people would go to like ronkonkoma it's it's actually it wasn't bad it was a nice experience but obviously now it's really gross and like toxic people still fish in that lake but it's Ew. not great for swimming gross yeah <laughs> yeah if you so if anyone sees it now don't be like ew why did you swim in it <laughs> because back <laughs> then it was normal i promise <laughs> someone's swimming there ew no literally if you see people in that lake now you're like what is wrong with you because it, they actually closed the beach and you're not allowed to swim in anymore because of the blooming algae Ooh. anyway okay so for people who aren't from this area lake ronkonkoma is long island's largest and deepest freshwater lake 
Some people say it was bottomless. When I was younger, that was a rumor, but it's actually 90 feet deep. So it's just really, really deep. It's really fucking deep. It's insane. It's like a really huge lake as well. If you ever see it, it's it's massive. That's really deep. <laughs> it scares me. You know that it fear, is. that fear of like what's underneath you in the water? Like that gets to me. Oh yeah. And it's a huge drop in it as well. So on the shore where we used to swim when we were younger, if, I believe it's like 10 feet it goes up to. And then there's a huge drop, which you can feel on your feet. <laughs> so I remember we would be in the water and then we would jump over and you would pretty much be 90 feet. There would be like 90 feet of water under you. That's scary. It is. It's creepy. And there will be like, you know how at the beach they have the floating divider that tells you like not to go over it? Yeah. So we would like play on that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, 90s kids. Of course. That we used to do. We were reckless. We really were. So back to the story. Sorry. Okay. I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to let you go and tell the story. (laughs) No, it's fully me getting excited about the story. (laughs) So. Like I said, it's the largest freshwater lake on Long Island. A lot of the local tribes um, actually consider this a sacred lake, but they didn't go into the lake because it was known for having people disappear, which is never good. So it was a boundary for four native tribes. So anyone who's not from Long Island, this is going to sound like, how do you know how to pronounce that? But when you're from here, all of our towns are named after um, Native American tribes. So it's from the tribes were the Nessaquags, the Setauket's, which my family is actually Setauket Native American. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this could have been a family member. <laughs> <laughs> and the Sekatogs and the Akachung tribes. So like I said, Setauket's are actually people that are in my family. I have a lot of relation to the Setauket tribe. That's really interesting. I thought so. I mean, like I never knew when I was growing up that I was to talk at Indian where they we call ourselves Indian but we're not obviously Indian but I never knew that I was related to Satawket Indians and I am and then I found story and realized that she was a Satawket Indian which is really interesting that is really cool and maybe that's why we were able to survive the lake mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding anyway <laughs> so there was a princess known as Princess Ronkonkoma her real name was Tuscawana she was a princess and her father was actually the chief of the Satoka Indians. So she fell in love. One day she was on the lake and she was in a boat and she saw a English settler. His name was Hugh Birdstall and they fell in love and she decided that she wanted to marry him. So she went back to her father and her father actually forbid them from ever seeing each other again. Of course. Of course. So this story kind of gives you Pocahontas vibes. I was going to say, it sounds a little familiar. Which I will go over later. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so they fell in love. They were forbidden from seeing each other. Princess Rakakama would actually send Hugh love letters and she would carve them into bark and try to send them across the lake. So as we said before, the lake is huge. So he never really got back to her. (laughs) (laughs) He left her on red. Um, (laughs) yes he left her on bark (laughs) it's not funny I'm sorry this is a sad story (laughs) anyway so she never unfortunately got a response Um, she did this for seven years every day for seven years girl and when she finally gave up she was so heartbroken that she took a boat went to the middle of the lake 
And a lot of different stories say different ways of how she ended her life. Some say that she stabbed herself in the heart. Some say that she drowned herself. Either way, she took her own life in the middle of the lake. So either way, we don't really know how she passed away, but we do know that it was in the middle of the lake. Some stories also say that her body washed up and Hugh found her. Um, but that's only in certain stories. So, I mean, it really depends. It is kind of a folklore type of thing. So a lot of people that grew up in this area in Ronkonkoma or even just on Long Island know this story. Growing up, we did know the story and we still swam in that lake. <laughs> and when me and my sister would have our cousins over, all of our cousins almost are male. And we would, you know, tease them and say, you're not coming home from the lake. And then they would get freaked out. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it was really a really sad story that people knew and for some reason didn't listen to because a lot of people swam in that lake growing up. And I feel like haven't people died like swimming in that lake? Oh, girl, that's the next part. Oh, <laughs> so getting to that, the lake does have a sort of current, which is interesting because it's a lake. It really shouldn't have too much of a current. It's I was not gonna like, say. but it does. And I remember growing up that you could feel it pulling you. So sometimes if you you know try to swim a certain way, you could almost not move at all, um, because the current's like sucking you in. There were some people who did some research and there were people who were divers who went in just to see if the lake was connected in any way to the Long Island Sound. It is not. Uh, so it just has its own current. How? It's just interesting. I don't know. I guess maybe the wind. Any body of water is going to move in some way, but I have no idea. And it's very interesting. That's it's cool. part of the lore, I guess. Oh, uh, it's the ghost current. I guess so. <laughs> so as for this, a lot of people who tell the story, you know, they pass it down as like kind of a, a warning because there were many deaths within the time that this happened. And currently the reason that this legend lives on so well is because people are actually dying. Oh. I don't know why I'm laughing. I did not mean to laugh when people I People are that. dying. <laughs> I really didn't mean that. Uh, you know that meme when the guy is like, I'm in danger. And he's laughing <laughs> when he says it. Anyway, that was me. <laughs> so once a year, she takes a man between the ages of 18 and 38, and they are taken by the lake. That Ooh. is the lore. So that's why we used to tease our cousins and say, oh, you're going to get taken, which is really mean. <laughs> but whatever. They were evil to us, too. Those, really those guys. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So the creepy part of this, like I said, is that men in that age, rate, age range really have died in the lake from 1893 to today. Around 160 men have died um, per year. Or <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Can you I tell him this is the first say. story? <laughs> and close that fucking lake off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so between 1893 and today, 160 plus men have died throughout that time, not a year. I'm but, still laughing just because could you imagine? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I mean, they did. So a lot of people speculate that they closed the lake because of the people dying. Who knows? I mean, there really is some kind of gross algae in there because the water is 
straight up doo-doo brown <laughs> but yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised if they also did it because a lot of people died in the lake i remember kevin telling me that um growing up like he remembers hearing about at least two or three people who have died in that lake like from drowning yeah i mean it's probably if we're gonna be logical about it jesus christ let his voice be known he's the lost soul of one of the people (laughs) i literally jumped out of my skin (laughs) well i'm glad i'm I'm scaring you i didn't realize how spooked i was until they started barking oh my anyways oh my god sorry guys my dog just has a very aggressive bark so yeah a lot of people have passed away mostly men there were only three victims who were women oh we love a bisexual queen (laughs) she takes a woman every once in a while yeah she's like when she's in the mood she's like changes things changing things up a little bit so obviously you know I'm not joking about people dying. That's horrible. And like we were saying, they probably did close the lake because people were dying. A lot of speculations. So like I said, if we're going to be going to more of a logical standpoint, there's a strange current in the lake that probably happens because it's so deep. Uh, Maybe some people thought they were stronger swimmers than they are and something happened. Maybe it's very deep lake. Maybe people couldn't swim and they something happened and they fell to the bottom. I mean, it's very suspicious, though, that that many people have died in this lake. That is. I personally think it's the princess, but, you know, maybe I'm biased. (laughs) I mean, there are currents in other lakes, but usually they're much bigger. Like, I think I remember hearing, like, Michigan has... Lake Michigan is also known for being very deadly. Oh. Well, there's rip currents there, from what I remember. Yeah. But this, you know, significantly smaller than Lake, Lake Michigan. So why is there a current? So it's my cousin, the lady, the, the <laughs> lake. <laughs> probably a you... very distant, distant, distant cousin. <laughs> she, she, you know, she, she's like, eh, you're all right. You're not gonna, you're not gonna die today. Well, also the age range is 18 to 38. I mean, there are some people who were younger. I believe in 2014, younger people have passed away from drowning in the lake, but a lot of their bodies were not found, which is really scary. Ooh. It's not deep enough for them to not find the bodies. So that's what's really concerning. That's interesting. Where do they go? I mean, she she takes them with her. Interesting. Like, lakes just freak me the fuck out. Honestly, any body of water that's not a pool freaks me out. I am a cancer. I love water. Water, like, I love to take baths. I love to be in the water. But as I've grown older, the thought of going in water that i can't see the bottom of has really freaked me out i know and i think that's i feel that's the thing that happens when you get older i feel like that's the same thing with driving i know those two things are very unrelated but when you're a kid and you're learning how to drive you're just excited to get out there and live your life but when you get older you realize how dangerous driving actually is yeah you don't realize the that you should be afraid of everything exactly and then <laughs> now, now for example when i went swimming in florida the entire time i was swimming in the in the water all i could think about was sharks i was just freaked out about sharks maybe because there's so many shark instances on long island now but i was gonna say you probably were thinking about that which is understandable 
I know, but like I feel like Florida is the shark capital. Like it's warm water, and literally there could be a shark there. Like it's not even you know out out on Long Island where it's not as common. Well, other than this year, common. But now all the whole time I kept thinking about, I was like, I can't see what's around me. What if something bites me? And I never used to think like that. That's how I think as well. I keep thinking if a fish touches me, I'm really upset. <laughs> and that's really ridiculous because we should be in touch with nature and salt water is so healing but i don't know lakes are a different story though because like lakes can kind of be gross i agree because it's there's no out you know what yeah, i mean there's just, just so, there so if people died in that lake and they weren't found we're just like swimming in their soup pretty much like human soup yeah. gross that's yeah. why there's all that allergy <laughs> it's those 130 something people a year 160 girl (laughs) plus 160 plus listen guys we shouldn't be laughing about this but sometimes there is humor in things that make us uncomfortable yeah but you know sometimes a coping mechanism absolutely and this is our coping mechanism we make comedy out of things that are dark and scary also when i was younger i remember my mom took us to a little story time thing at the library um, you know how sometimes people like read books or whatever tell stories well someone was there telling the story of Lake Ronkonkoma and they so- told this story and I remember thinking like I can't believe I swam in that lake blah 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 and I believe like the year after they we stopped going and I think they closed it down short after oh so that's like just a weird coincidence as well that is it's also kind of crazy that they were telling that story at the library for kids because that's a scary story and sad well it was i wouldn't say it was a a child thing my mom oh. just had brought us to the library and there were people there telling stories and i guess we walked in at the right time and she stopped to listen and at that point i had been watching horror movies with my mom <laughs> we watched like jason and all that kind of stuff so i mean nothing really phased me but obviously yeah. it did because i was still afraid I feel like people forget how scary hearing a scary story is because it just there's just something about it that I think your mind has to visualize everything. So it can really freak you out. I remember going to summer camp and listening to like counselors tell scary stories and we would be freaked the fuck out. Like we would be more like so scared. (laughs) That's exactly what you said. You have to make up the the images on your own and then your brain is scarier than anything so absolutely your brain will pick and choose what things are why things are scary and it'll make it your worst nightmare if you let it from being like well we could be related to she's my my cousin (laughs) she's like the cool older oh wait no i shouldn't say that she's not cool because she kills people but I, i should also say that they say that she isn't evil so if you go to Lake Gronkonkoma, there are a few murals of her. So there's a mural of her on the side of the building, which is really beautiful. We should post that on Instagram. Mm. And there's also a wood, like a huge wooden statue of her. Somebody made it. That's what I was going to say. Didn't someone make like a giant chief or like a giant wooden statue of her near yeah, there? It's her. Yep. So, I mean, people know that she's not evil. She's just mourning and sad and she takes people because she like doesn't want to be alone. Yeah, I don't blame her. I mean, she it's ninety feet deep. She's got to have like company down there, you know. Well, I would I would say more like on there. I would say that she because people say that they see her walking on the water. 
<laughs> Whoa. Yeah, which is, you know, <laughs> unsettling to say the least. But yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a really cool story. And I was kind of choosing between what story I wanted to do after I found out that you remember dear david <laughs> i thought may i knew that you would probably know about it but i was hoping you would have forgotten it by then oh um, no so i was looking at long island stories and there's so many right this is only one of them that i grew up with but i figured you know what i'm gonna do this one so it's a good that, a great one to start off with i agree uh, i really it to me what'd you say i said thanks for telling it to me of course i loved the story growing up so i'm glad that i could share it with you guys it was really really good that sounds so <laughs> fake. Like, it was so good. I was like trying to think of the the right words to say, and then it just came out was it was really good. Yeah, whatever. But <laughs> me and my cousin are never gonna tell you the story again. No, I actually really enjoyed it. I was in my mind, I was thinking, what other scary stories are there from Long Island? Because oh, girl, there's so many. I mean, in Long Island, for those who don't know, I mean, and Amani touched on it before mainly is was a native american like territories different tribes everywhere so everything is fucking haunted here because we colonize the shit out of them and it's so sad i um it's also that there were like this was a kind of a, a slave port as well yeah which a lot of people don't know about um which makes everything haunted on, on top of that we also have like our own version of every i'm sure every place has this but like Mary's grave. There's a bunch of places that are like proven to have a lot of like paranormal activity there. King's so, Park Psych Center. King's Park. We have Amityville Horror House. So Oh yeah. Why did I forget about that? It's literally there's Amityville. A, there's a lot of stories that I could have told, but this one is near and dear because it is something that I remember from when I was younger. I loved it. I thought it was really it's really interesting to know the actual story versus just like snippets of what I've heard. Cause I've never I knew that it's haunted but i didn't know why i just thought it was because a lot of people drown there <laughs> i mean you got partial of the partial story. but not like the actual the actual history behind it the one thing i do want to mention they never could prove that she was a real person right oh. and the reason why is because nobody was keeping track of native americans i was gonna <laughs> say there wasn't here. really like record keeping for populations like that then at least not american ones so i'm yeah. sure that people in this tribe or in the target tribe have you know kept records of their ancestors but of course you know it's not but yeah. there have been records that there was someone in the area who was named hugh birdstall who was the man that she was in love with apparently and he actually they say was a real person i did google him i was um, gonna say what happened to him apparently according to the new york post he moved back to england and like started a family there lame right but when i looked him up there was a famous singer who has the same name <laughs> so all that came up was like this old guy who was singing <laughs> so that wasn't really helpful but apparently he's a real person and they could prove it in history whatever. of course they can prove the white settler but you know yeah. her, his his native american lover you know and also that that's something else i wanted to touch on really quick um this is very pocahontas-esque yeah uh and we all know the true story of pocahontas was that she was like 14 and john smith was a grown man and he tried to make it seem like she was in love with him when in reality like she wanted nothing to do with him and he just tried to word her. her yeah yeah 
So, I mean, who knows what the real story is here? I mean, maybe she was just there and he was like, oh, I want her and drowned her in the lake. (laughs) I mean, who knows the true story? I do believe that there is some kind of like mystical things happening in that lake but we don't know if she was really like i'm in love with him so i'm gonna kill myself because that's always a story that because he didn't answer my bark yeah i mean it's just always a story that they go with and to be honest i'm a little weary just because pocahontas hello yeah but there's definitely more to it than that a very interesting story especially the fact that it has a lot of proof in the pudding so I like that. I like that there's like, it's not just a story, but it's a more like folklore. I love folklore. I think that folklore is so interesting. Me too. Oh, all right. Well, I'm glad that we got to do this. I'm so excited that we got our first scary story out of the way. Me too. I enjoyed it thoroughly. So I'm so glad that we got to finish our first scary story. What do you think? I really enjoyed it. I think that it was like great and I'm not I'm not being like that way it's great no I like I really enjoyed it like I said I love learning about history and I like folklore and I think that it was really cool as a person who's not uh, a native uh, Long Islander to learn a little bit more about like the history of it so I enjoyed that it was fun I'm glad and I hope that you guys you know interact with us tell me or tell us if you enjoyed the story or if you want to hear more things specifically about long island like we said there's a lot to choose from so i would love to do that that could be my little you know (laughs) job doing long island stories for a little bit (laughs) um but other than that we are done with our story time for today um next week we are doing another horror movie review yes do you want to say what movie we're going to be reviewing So Amani and I recently watched uh, Black Phone. So we're going to be talking about the Black Phone next week. And we're really excited to talk about it. We are very excited. And we were so excited to go to the movies together. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We got there and we were like trying to work the kiosk and we couldn't figure it out. And we felt really old. And I mean, other than that, it was a really great movie. But it was a nice experience, too, because it's been a while since we've gone to the actual movies together yes i think the last time we went to the movie no i was gonna say it was one when i was pregnant but then we saw a movie after that no it was we haven't gone since you haven't been pregnant really yeah we saw last night in soho when you were pregnant i'm pretty sure i was pregnant during last night of soho i think you were i think i was i know yeah, because we went and got queso and we were eating chips and i was like so happy that you were pregnant because i had someone to eat really bad with and then I vomited in the parking lot. Yeah, and we both had horrible stomach aches. Yes, I remember because I got I gave you your baby shower gift in the car. Oh god. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, we're gonna be <laughs> just flashbacks of me throwing up next to Monty's car. I was, I had, I threw up my entire pregnancy. Um. Also, Anya, this is not the first time she threw up. In no, car, I've thrown so. up next to Monty's car numerous times in my life. <laughs> it just seems to attract me vomiting. I guess so. Love that. But we're really excited to talk about the black phone because it was it was it was a great just a great time. It was. Well, you'll have to tune in next Wednesday to hear our true thoughts. Other than that, we appreciate you guys for being patient with us. We really hope that you're enjoying this new format with true crime added and also scary stories added. You could follow us on Instagram at Last Girls Pod. You can uh, follow us also on Facebook and it's just the last uh, girls standing podcast. 
We also have TikTok, which we have not uploaded anything on. Nope. But send, send us scary stuff on that. Yes, please. And that's Fix our algorithm. Girl plod. Plod. Ask <laughs> Black. I can't even say it. Well, at last yeah. girls pl- pod <laughs> and that's all the social media we have right now we will be working on our twitter and patreon as i said the last four episodes we really hope that you guys are enjoying it thank you so much for listening again and that's all from us that's all folks bye bye <laughs> why did i say that okay bye <laughs>